Welcome to Opt In with April Jasper. Relevant conversations about topics important to eye care providers today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We appreciate being a part of your life and being invited into your day. It is such a joy to be able to help our colleagues to bring value to their patients and to help you strengthen and grow your business. Join us at optometricmanagementeducation.com where you can learn more about all of the other services we provide. We have a subscription service that you can be a part of where you can learn and teach your team from the courses that we've recorded on all of the topics that are relevant to your success. We also have consulting services. And right now, if you give us a call, schedule a call with me, I'll be happy to talk to you about what we can do to help you grow your business one-on-one. David and I are excited to be with you today. We have uh, wonderful content, I hope, for you. But what we feel like is it's really content that has been important in our life. And so it's funny, as we prepare for these things, I I sometimes feel like, oh my goodness, we're going to be sharing our uh, innermost secrets. And hopefully people don't think I'm crazy when we tell the things we do to you. But again, it's all about finding a way to help you make a difference in your life and your patients' lives. And hopefully you learn from our mistakes. Yeah. And doesn't mean you have to do it our way, but uh, we're going to share with you kind of where we've been and, and where we are today. Yeah. So this one, I did I even tell him, David, what the name is? No. It's Build Your Business Through Connections. Right. So, so what do you mean by being connected, I guess, is the main thing. Yes. So I want to share with you some data. And actually, if you go back and read one of my articles, January of 2020 of all times, you think about where we were then. That was right before COVID. Before COVID. And here's what we were talking about or what I was talking about. And, you know, all my articles in Optometric Management Magazine are, are from real life experiences. But back then, I read to you a survey from Ericsson Mobility uh, Report. So if you look it up right now, that one was back in 2020. I looked it up so I could give everybody newer data regarding connections. And here's some of the data. It says at the end of 2021, there were around 8.2 billion mobile subscriptions. And we project this figure will increase to around 9.1 billion by the end of 2027. You know, you think about that. It's absolutely incredible. This is worldwide. So then they go on to say mobile network data traffic grew 40% between Q1 2021 and Q1 2022. And what they attribute so 40% that, in one year. Yes. And, you know, if you look back to what I wrote in the magazine in 2020, they were projecting that we'd be at $8 billion by 2025, but we actually hit $8.5 billion by 2021. And so it says that this traffic growth is driven by both the rising number of smartphone subscriptions and an increasing average data volume per subscription fueled primarily by increased viewing of video content. So if you look at that, you ask about connections. What I mean by connections is our patients, our customers are connected to us in that way more than we ever thought we'd be connected to each other in the past. Right. And they're connected to their entire life is basically connected to everything at this point. Exactly. So nothing we do is private. Right. Nothing we do is secret. And you know what? We've said over and over to our kids, everything you do, you might as well know that it's going to be public public at some point. So if you don't want it published in the newspaper, you better not do it. Right. (laughs) So how is this important? 
So, I mean, what is the impact of being connected, basically? Right. So we told people we were going to help them build their business through connections. So thank you for bringing me back to that. So the reason that's important and the way it is important to us is to now imagine that your customer is seeing everything you're doing. They're hearing everything you're doing. And they're sharing with their friends everything that's happening. And so if that can happen, in the old days... It would be only the big, big companies, like huge companies, you know, remember waking up on Saturday morning and watching cartoons? Yeah. And what happened every, what, 10 minutes, it seemed like? Every three (laughs) seconds, it seemed like there was commercials. Toy commercials and cereal commercials. and Yeah, that was the most common. And and something that you saw, it would trigger you to want that. You'd beg your parents for it. And sure enough, they'd go out and get it if they could because they didn't want to hear you anymore. But who, who was on those commercials? Other kids? It wouldn't be... No, I mean, like, who was advertising? Oh. Wouldn't be us. Wouldn't be our practice. No, it was toy manufacturers and... The most wealthy. And so you have the biggest businesses that are the ones out there advertising. Yep. And we had no chance. And so if you think about it now, I remember being in the office back in 20... uh, Oh, no. Help me remember dates. 2002 is when we bought the practice. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking then, I want to advertise, but I don't even know how. How can I compete? with those big companies right. that have all the money to do all the big advertising. Right. So how can we basically, how can we leverage being connected like the giants? Right. Com- corporations. Yeah. So connect. remember the billboards? I mean, yeah. we, we drive down the road and we still have billboards. I'm sure everywhere in, in America. I don't know other, we've been to Europe and seen a few, I think, but uh, you know, as you drive down the road, you see these massive billboards, you watch the tele- television commercials. It was like $20,000 for one commercial back in 2002. Right. And the billboards, about the same. Right. All we had basically were phone books. And so now think about it. We have the same ability to connect with our customer and our patients in the way that the giants in the world are. And I say right. giants because I mean giant companies. Right. The Coca-Colas or the Starbucks or yeah, whoever else. Absolutely. Yep. And you honestly don't see Starbucks commercials on TV. They don't have to because they've found the connection in other ways. Right. And that's what we can do. So I think that connections by that, I mean, the world has become an almost an even playing field Mm -hmm. in our ability to approach and talk to our customers and to advertise. So what are some steps? Yeah. So there are some steps we need to take and I will walk you through it. So the first one is that you want to know your purpose, your reason for being. And um, the reason that's important, and I have some stats and some more data, in his blog, marketing strategist Arndt Erickson writes that having a purpose pays off. Here's what he says. He says, research has found that companies with a clear purpose have growth rates 10% higher than companies without a purpose. This research reported that revenue fell 42% in businesses without a purpose, but 85% of purpose-led companies showed positive revenue growth. That's incredible. That's a, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, one of the latest articles I wrote just this month, actually, it's, let's see, what month are we in? It's October, just came out. And we talked about, I, I mentioned that there is no agreement right now as to whether or not we're in a recession. But if we are, and if we ever are, there are certain things we must do and can do to make sure that our businesses thrive, whether you're listening to this as an optometrist or David and I even have some of our patients that listen to the yep. podcast and mm-hmm. family. I don't care what your business is. These principles all apply. Yep. But purpose is important. So how do you know your purpose? You know, I think that is a question that tends to make some people stop and say, April, I hear you. David and April, you guys have great ideas, but I don't even know what you're talking about. 
And I was there one time. And the only way I got to where I understand things a little bit better now is because I read a ton, listen to a bunch of other folks that are smarter than me, talk me through this. So the simplest way to, to understand purpose is what are you in business to do? And for us, it's really simple. Our business is all about changing people's lives. I hope and pray that if you asked any one of my team, any one of our staff, our kids, our friends, our family, they would all tell you April and David are in business to bring positive change to other people. And if that's your purpose, then now you can move forward. So step one is you need to know your purpose. Right. We are proud to be sponsored by Macu Health, a triple carotenoid formula that is the only one with mesozeaxanthin, lutein, and zeaxanthin. David and I have been using Macu Health in our practice for several years. We love it because it's patented with micromycel technology. It's clinically proven to restore macular pigment and supported by level one scientific evidence. So we have confidence that it works. Step two is to be certain that your purpose is clear. So I said, I hope that everybody on my team would know, but hope isn't a good strategy. Right. So how do you make sure that everybody on your team, family, friends, vendors, all of those know what your purpose is? And I call the followers in your life, and you've heard a lot of right. friends, family, followers. That I call the F factor. Basically the F factor, yes. And I wanna tell everybody where that comes from, so. Let me look for, oh, here we go. So I don't know if you've read this book. David and I have. It is called Marketing 4.0, Moving the Traditional to Digital. And it's written by uh, what I think, honestly, most anybody would call worldwide authorities in marketing. Philip Kotler is the main author, but you've got, let's see if I can say these names, Hermawan Kartajaya and Iwan Setawan. And so those are the three authors. But basically what they say is smaller, younger, and locally based companies. All right, let's see if I can do this. Smaller, younger, and locally based companies will have a chance to compete against bigger, older, and global companies. But it reminds us, and they tell us, the way you're going to do it, this all goes back to connections, is with the F factor. And he goes on to say most people, I can't wait to hear if you agree with this or not, most customers believe more in the F factor, friends, families, Facebook fans, Twitter followers, than in marketing communications. Probably, yeah, especially for the younger generations, right? I can tell you there have been patients that'll come in. They say they're in there to see us because somebody sent them. But what's interesting is they come into the office and they're telling me what their friends Mm -hmm. And I guess fans, followers, they're telling me what they've seen elsewhere, even about us and about what we've said to them on our social media posts. Right. Which is good and bad. It tells you you do have a chance to reach out and get to them. The bad is you have to be really careful that you're doing it purposefully. Right. So how do we basically move into that way of if, if we know that's what we're doing if we know the purpose is the mission right right so how do we how do we actually move towards that and make that make make connections with our patients yep in that way yeah so i think that what we are doing first is we need to know what what is our purpose and what is our mission and that should guide everything that we do every post that we do every everything and even the way we word it you can right. ask our team we have a team that helps us with our posts everything that we word when i read the the wording I try to always turn it around into how is it going to be uplifting? I don't want to just tell people about something. I want it to be uplifting. And right. so you need to know your purpose, but then you also want to know what's important to your patients. Yep. 
So step one, again, is to know your purpose. Number two, be certain your purpose is clear to your team, your friends, your family, everyone who works with you. And then step three is know what's important to your patients. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that is actually to ask them. <laughs> We've done that. Yeah. Not, not just uh, in uh, reviews. So reviews are important. Do you right. remember, David, you did this for us. And it was so important. It was powerful. We used it in presentations. We used it as a social media post. Remember uh, the... The Wordle. Yes. Yeah. So some people call them word clouds. Yeah, or word clouds. Yeah. We basically took every one of our reviews that we could find at the time, put them in a word cloud or put them into a software online. And it basically made the biggest word the most frequent word. Right. Right. The most used word was the biggest word of all the words that came out. And it would it would get rid of the thes and the ands and the a's and that kind right. of thing. But it was just amazing to see what people actually thought about our practice and who came to mind and what what came to mind, whether it was Jasper or whether it was exam or whether it was efficiency or yeah, you name it. Those words were all there and it was cool. Right. I think the other way, too, that we didn't we don't understand as much as our team that helps us with all of this, our creative stuff does, mm -hmm. is how to see how to look at what uh, patients are most engaged with as mm -hmm. far as the things we say and post and do. And so you have to pay attention. It's not it's not easy, but it's not difficult. It's right. just a matter of being intentional. So what else do we need to be thinking about while we're building a connection with people yeah. and patients? Yeah, and we want to always go back to what we said we were going to talk about, which mm -hmm. is building our business through connections. Yep. I think, you know, the thing that we can have go wrong in all this, and that's where we promise people always we'll talk about the reality of all these great concepts, but then how they fall apart. The thing that can go wrong is that we say this is what we are and what we do, but then it's not actually happening in our practice. Right. And I... Uh, I caution all of us. I think sometimes the best way to know if it's happening, one of the ways is do exactly what you said, David, go back and look at your reviews. I was talking with some folks from Amazon a couple weeks ago. And what I found really interesting is that they were, and I've read articles saying the same thing. They don't get so upset about their negative reviews. Right. It's kind of weird to me. And yet once I listened and understood it made a lot more sense. They said, you know what? The good ones are great. We want to know what we're doing right. Right. But how else are you going to know what you're doing wrong if somebody doesn't tell you that as well? Yep. And so customers will forgive you errors now and again. Yep. Especially when you make corrections for it. But if you're going to build connections and you're going to start with purpose, are you actually living that purpose? Because it's easy to get sidetracked. Yep. You get sick. You uh, have family problems. You have life problems. David and I have had our fair share of all of the above. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's really tough to go into the office yep. and put a smile on your face and live your mission and live your purpose. And so I, I think one of the things that's helpful, we're, we're blessed to have each other. So when I'm not necessarily on my game, David can help me get back there. Our kids are around to help us with that. We have a team of people that know that that's uh, hopefully what they do too. And we all know we want to bring each other up. Right. So what are we doing for some external? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So external marketing that shows your purpose is important. And I think one of the things that uh, we are doing this year, and you're going to hear more about it coming up, we also did in 2022. So this we're year. in 2022. Yep. We uh, did the Hope Ride for Freedom. Mm-hmm. 
And so we didn't, David did, just to be clear, I did not ride the bike, but <laughs> Allie and I and Aiden cheered you on. Even the dogs went with us, Yep. but tell everybody a little bit about that, Dave. Well, the Hope Ride for Freedom is, is, is basically an organization that it's, it's based through our church and it, they, they put this ride together to bring more awareness to end human trafficking, basically. And, uh, they, they use a ministry that's a global ministry. And uh, we rode our bikes from Jacksonville, Florida to West Palm Beach, Florida, basically. It's about 300 miles. We did 100 miles a day for three days. And uh, it was just incredible. We had police escorts every once in a while. We had people along the way stopping us and talking to us. And uh, it was just the awareness and the media that we got from it was just incredible. And it was just a way for us to bring attention because it is such a huge problem. People don't realize yeah. it. it could be going on next door and you have no idea. Right. Uh, or the, the girl at the McDonald's that you just happen to see or whatever. It, it, yeah. it's, it's girls and guys, actually, at this point. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest problems in the world at this point. So any little thing that we can do to help either somebody get out of it yeah. or even to help them once they're rescued, uh, any resource that we can provide, yeah. we're going to do it. So that's one of our... And Big talk ones about this year. external marketing. It's it's uh, we don't mean to make it sound like this is something that is all about us. No. My point though in that is that if you say your purpose is to change people's lives for the better and you have things that you want to be a part of, your patients want to be a part of it too. Yeah. Look at all the other businesses out there that say that they give back and what ways they give back. That's marketing. As much as it is serving a purpose, the purpose that you feel you have in your heart, but also the purpose that you are out to accomplish for others. And so why not bring everybody on board? Right. So that's just one example. There's a lot of other things that you could be mm -hmm. doing. You probably are doing right now. And really, if we bring this all together and kind of wrap it up, what we're saying is these connections that you have that used to be only built by word of mouth. Yep. Now you have the ability to build them through social media and through other outlets. People, I just read you the stats. They're watching videos. They're listening and looking at their phones more than ever before. And it's a worldwide phenomenon. And so if you now have that ability, I would say embrace it. Find a way to let your purpose be known. And then uh, make sure that in your practice and in your business, the things that you are purposeful about, your patients are also understanding of and are purposeful about. Make sure that connection is there. And what you're going to find is everybody's not going to love us for what we're doing. Right. But that's okay. We don't need everybody. We just need the people that are in agreement with us. And that's okay. So we get it. We love it. We enjoy uh, yep. the... Uh, now that I understand it better, I'm not as afraid of social media. I'm more wanting to embrace it for what the good is that it can bring to us and others. So I hope this has helped. It's yeah, been fun, David. It's great. Yeah, I love talking about these things. And uh, if you want to read more about it, you can read the article. And there's lots of books that we used as re resources as well. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you to NeuroLens for being a sponsor of our podcast. We have really appreciated having the option of NeuroLens for our patients in our practice. At least two-thirds of people experience the symptoms of eye misalignment, and that number grows as we continue to shift to remote work and learning. The symptoms of headaches, eye strain, dry eyes, and neck pain, eye fatigue, even motion sickness can be extreme. Even small misalignments can cause painful symptoms, and even small prism correction can provide dramatic relief. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of Opt In with Dr. April Jasper.